What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the Atlanta Braves have made a run at things, and they have seized first place in the NL East. They've overcome a lot of odds. I mean, losing Ronald Acuna Jr. for the season, losing, obviously, Mike Soroka, Ian Anderson, a bunch of guys, a bunch of key guys have been out for them, but here they are. They stand a game and a half ahead of Philadelphia at this point. They've gone 8-2 and two in their last 10, won four straight. I mean, we did just hear today that they got Huasker Inoa back, so that's going to be good. I mean, perfect timing for him to get back right as they've hit their stride. He had been on the IL for three months, actually, because he hurt his hand punching punching a bench or something back in May. And he was in a groove at the point, at that point, and uh, it was a big blow when he hit the injured list. But they're getting someone who, you know, over nine appearances, eight starts, had a 3.02 ERA. He backed it up with a pretty strong strikeout rate, 27.9, and a lot of swinging strikes. 23 years old, young guy, so he's going to slot into that rotation, and, you know, he's definitely going to help this team as they make a playoff push. How deep can they go if they make it? Obviously, it's still, you know, August, but if they make it, how deep can they go? That's that's going to be the real test because in the playoffs, you need your your top guys. You need your top guys. But great run right now for the Atlanta Braves. That NL East is looking good. They beat the Marlins yesterday 12-2. to Lots of offense. Two doubles from Travis Darno, A homer from Freddie Freeman. Another home run from Duvall, who homered his 27th of the year against his former team, the Marlins, who he was just playing for, you know, like a month ago. Less than a month ago. And, uh, you know, Adam Duvall is one of those guys who gets passed around the league a little bit because everyone knows what he can do. He's a right-handed bat who, who can play the outfield, multiple outfield positions, even a little bit of center field, as you saw for the Marlins, but he has some pop. You know, he doesn't, you know, he's not a dynamic hitter by any means. He's not wowing you with his hit tool or anything, but he can hit the ball out of the yard. That's what you can do uh, when you put him in your lineup. You're just hoping that he leaves the yard once in a while for you, gives you 30-plus bombs. And especially against left-handed pitching, that's really where he his strength lies. I mean, yesterday you saw Braxton Garrett on the mound for Miami, a left-handed pitcher. So obviously, you know, this is the kind of guy that you will start Duvall against. I mean, his home run did not come against Braxton Garrett, but you know, typically when you see a, a young lefty, you're gonna trot out your your platoon guys out there more often than not. If we move on to New York, so the Angels were in New York to play the uh, the Yankees. They lost by a score of two to one. Garrett Cole made his first start coming off the COVID IL. Apparently, during his two week absence from the rotation, he was limited to playing catch with his wife. You know, I think his wife is a former softball player, if I'm not mistaken. I know his wife is Brandon Crawford's sister. I believe she played softball at UCLA. They, they met at UCLA. So that, that's kind of interesting. But he looks like uh, he stayed in shape just fine. He went five and two-thirds with nine strikeouts and one earned run for the Yankees yesterday. And that one run was a home run by Justin Upton. But he kept Otani in check. Otani was leading off and, you know, was able to keep him in check, was able to punch out Otani, you know, there and keep him over four, two strikeouts for Otani. 
For the Yankees, Aaron Judge continues to stay hot. Two for three yesterday. He's up to a 288 average on the year and 906 OPS. He's a special player. Joey Gallo also went deep yesterday. He seems to be getting into a stride. You know, last couple games now he's he's left the yard and it's like, okay, we're seeing that power. We're seeing that big prodigious power that we traded for if you're in the Yankees. So always a good sign there. The Yankees have made a lot of strides. You know, they, they are now just sitting a game and a half out of a playoff spot. They're about to take on Boston in a doubleheader where they can catch the Red Sox in the standings. And um, that's that's obviously big news. That's that's big news, but will the Yankees do it? Stay tuned, and, and we will find out. But, you know, just one game behind Boston in the loss column and, you know, two games behind them in that wild card race. But they're only a game and a half out of a playoff spot. But it's going to be a big, you know, big set of games for the Red Sox as they need to, um, yeah, as they need to get down to business because they did just sweep the Orioles, but it's the Orioles, right? You're supposed to sweep the Orioles when you're trying to make the playoffs. But now you face a real team. This is where it matters. This is where you'll find out who's for real. Speaking of playoffs, the San Francisco Giants continue to win. They continue to do good stuff. 8-2 and two in their last 10. They have 77 wins on the year. Yesterday, got another W, 7-5 over the Mets at Oracle Park. It was a rough go for the Mets because the Mets, remember, they just played that Sunday night game, that late Sunday night game on the East Coast in New York. They had to fly all the way to San Francisco. They didn't get into San Francisco, I believe, until around 3.30 a.m. or so. They had to play the Giants later that night. So that's a rough go for them. But, um, yeah, they played the Giants, and 7-5 was the final score. I mean, they had contributors everywhere. Two home runs for Chris Bryant. Home run by Brandon Belt. Brandon Crawford stayed hot, 4-for-4 four four with an RBI triple. I mean, Brandon Crawford, we we may have mentioned, I don't know if I forgot, but he did agree to an extension for two more years. So he's going to stay with the Giants past this year. He's 34 years old, but, you know, that's his home. That's he, He's a giant for life, honestly. But he's boosted his batting average to 427 over 28 games since July 1st. Since the beginning of July, he's hitting 427. So on the season, he's hitting 306 with a 918 OPS and 19 homers. He's now in the NL MVP candidate. I mean, a lot of fans broke into MVP chance when he hit that triple off the right field wall to extend his team's lead. But fun times in the Bay Area right now. They are looking really good. KB has endeared himself to that fan base. And yeah, I mean, that's how you do it. You know, you, you come over via trade and you produce right away, which is exactly what Chris Bryant has done. He's won a World Series before. And uh, to be fair, so have a number of the San Francisco Giants, but, you know, it helps. It helps to have that pedigree. Bryant is playing a little bit of outfield. He was in right field to start the game. Then he moved over to left for San Francisco. But this team is looking deep. It's looking really deep. And they're poised to make a run. They're doing good things out there in the Bay. Kevin Gosman started for them. Um, he was just okay. I mean, he was seven punch outs in five innings with three run runs. And at the end of the day, his offense put in the work for him. And they did a good job. So good stuff. Good stuff out there in the Bay. If we head to Colorado, the Rockies got a walk-off victory against the Padres. C.J. Crone. C.J. Crone did it. And an opposite field, one-out home run over the out-of-town scoreboard in right field. 
off of Daniel Hudson, giving the Rockies a 6-5 victory. Walk-off home run, entering the crone zone, kind of tongue-in-cheek, because obviously, you know, uh, Don Orsillo likes to, to say that whenever Jake Cronenworth goes yard for the Padres. He's the Padres announcer, but the other crone, C.J. Crone, was the one getting the last laugh yesterday, and the Rockies got a got a big win over the Padres, who you know fell in a heartbreaking loss. I mean, it was a it was a hard fought game because in the top of the ninth, San Diego scored three to tie the game. I mean, they were down five to two, and then they scored three. You know, big home run in the ninth inning there. Trent Grisham three run homer in the ninth off of Daniel Bard, but then in the bottom of the ninth, C.J. Crone helps to wipe that blown save off of off of Colorado's mind, and he's able to send them home happy. So good stuff there from the big right-hander. The Cubs continue to lose. Um, you know, they, they're on yet another losing streak. I mean, obviously they they sold off a lot of their players, and they're good players, but um, other teams don't care. That's the Cincinnati Reds, for example. The Reds are trying to stay in the playoff race. Good things happened for the Reds yesterday. Jonathan India continued his Rookie of the Year Chase, three for six with five RBIs out of the leadoff spot for Cincinnati. Wade Miley, seven shutout innings with seven punchouts. And then Joey Votto, he was three for four, and guess what? He had his 2,000th career hit. Votto is having a renaissance season. You know, when when you saw that Joey Votto got his 2,000th hit, for a moment, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure some other people also thought like, oh, he didn't have 2,000 already? How did he not have 2,000? I thought he'd have more than that by now. Well, remember... Joey Votto has a 417 career OBP. This dude walks a lot, and it's hard to rack up hits when you walk as much as he has. And that's just a fact, obviously. I mean, you've, you've seen it with guys like, you know, Babe Ruth, Barry Bonds, Ted Williams. None of these guys racked up 3,000 hits. I mean, not to say that Joey Votto is in the same league as them, but... It does paint a picture of how hard it is to rack up hits when you're walking a lot, and the OBP speaks for itself. And it, it's baked into more telling statistics such as your OPS. And, of course, as we know now, wins above replacement. Joey Votto deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. 63 career wins above replacement. He should be. I mean, uh, when it's all said and done, he's definitely going to benefit from the fact that we have sabermetrics and things like that nowadays. I mean, if he was up for voting, you know, in a – in a previous decade, then he definitely wouldn't. I mean, not to say he hasn't retired yet, but I'm just saying, by the time Joey Votto's on that ballot, everyone's going to realize that he had a Hall of Fame career because what he did, like, leading the league and on base percentage for such a long time, being such a dominant force in that realm of things. And he does have uh, an MVP under his belt, which definitely helps his case. But um, congrats to him for getting his 2,000 career hit. That's big. But... That's going to do it for today, folks. That'll be it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.